0: It's episode 91 of the Improv London podcast. I'm your host, Stuart Moses. And this week's guests are Sarah Davis and Julie Flower.
1: Hi,
2: hi, <laughs> hi Stuart. Hello,
0: how Hello. Are you? <laughs> you are perhaps more commonly known as Twimprov.
3: We well, are, yeah. and can I just say how much I just enjoyed your jazz handing? <laughs> it was lovely, yeah. really, really delightful.
0: That, that's just purely for your benefit. That was yeah. That, uh, yeah, I'm you, sure listeners
2: can feel it. Well, though, yeah.
0: you know, now you've pointed it out. <laughs> I just want to make you feel like you're stars, the, <laughs> no, you're the stars that you it. are. Yeah. Yeah. I'm this still amazing. doing that, I can it. Everything is 40% better, not everything. I just think of a few things that are unimproved. I, I feel like
3: it. there's no context where that wouldn't work. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's perfect. What, Jazz Hand's just like, yeah.
3: Yeah, even bad news if you're Jazz Hand. I'm like, really sorry about your cat, Jazz <laughs> 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 That's awful.
0: You really can't rely on me to deliver bad news. Uh, <laughs> do you want to tell me about your stationery?
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. this is lovely we're so excited about our stationery so we made a little discovery today didn't we julie we did
2: yeah um so Stuart was just running a few minutes late to come and meet us to do the recording so we decided to do some, <laughs> some twin min that's twin prov admin for mm-hmm. those who um don't know about it so i got out my lovely um kind of iridescent pink foil covered diary mm-hmm. um which came from paper chase which yeah. is a sort of um what would you call I'm that a
3: five a five size yeah, yeah. and
2: I popped that on the desk
3: yes and then would you believe it for my bag I also got out unbeknownst to you my <laughs> matching iridescent diary but believe it or not it's more of a can we go a4 size oh
2: it's certainly proportionately quite a lot bigger <laughs>
3: Basically, this is us in diary form.
0: It is, it is. We match. So, um,
2: again, bit of a, a visual um, It's a visual gag. Uh, a visual <laughs> yeah, visual gag. Hopefully, there's a photo to accompany yeah. the podcast. Sure
3: will be. But uh, basically, this is made our day. Yeah. <laughs> that, yes. that and the jazz hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, we
2: are in fact twins. We yeah. were separated at birth. Yeah. Yeah. And then only met again about a year and a half ago.
3: <laughs> and immediately thought we need to do improv. Yeah. 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 And buy matching dresses and matching diaries. So, yeah. perfect. <laughs> And can I just say, do you know how many hours of shopping it took us to find the matching dresses? No, I didn't. Three.
0: Three, wow. Yeah. Three.
3: It's very hard to find. Yeah, <laughs> just dresses is that horrible yeah. that match. Okay. Yeah.
0: They are amazing dresses and yeah. I, I love...
3: <laughs> I love uh, the word amazing.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <It's> like, like <laughs> when you say amazing, was the subtext disturbing?
0: Well, yes. Yeah, yeah. But this, this in an improv context or any sort of theatre performance context mm-hmm. is fantastic. Yeah. If I were to see you both wearing them just around... <laughs> my house, or wherever, yep. uh, I would be alarmed if I opened, say, a cupboard door, and we were standing there <laughs> wearing might, those you dresses. You might
2: be quite alarmed if we were in your house anyway, are yeah. <laughs> doing the washing up, we're... and we knocked <laughs> at
3: the window this you right. to look. You yeah. are yeah. right. The
0: dresses aren't the issue here, you're Actually,
3: we do get some funny looks on the tubes, hey. Yeah, we? but hey, you just go with it, yeah? <laughs> But Also, yeah. to find a dress that is a, a dress on me, not a top, and yeah. actually isn't It doesn't flawless. make me <laughs> yeah, sort of yeah. drag along the floor for me. Yeah.
0: Yes, uh, I suppose for those uh, who haven't seen you, we should point out that there's um, maybe a slight height differential. Yeah. We've had a foot. Yeah. <laughs> a, a
2: good foot, but I am wearing heels today just to make up for
0: it. She is gigantic. Not yeah,
2: now. enormous.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> So where, where which shop did you get these dresses from? If, <laughs> if your fans should try to decide to copy you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I
3: mean, we don't want everyone coming to our gig suddenly dressed as us. <laughs> yeah. I would find that really disturbing. Apart <laughs> you, maybe, because I feel like with the jazz hands, you're going to pull that off.
0: I'm happy to yeah. do yeah. that. Great, yeah, it would be perfect. That.
2: Well, Debenhams in Canterbury.
0: Debenham's. Right. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just the Debenhams yeah. in Canterbury. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I feel like it was that mixture of kind of when you're right at the end of the day and there's that level of desperation yeah. as well, <laughs> Yeah, just handing over your credit card slightly tearfully, just
0: these will do.
2: We tried M&S. We tried on several things there, but um, nothing was quite horrible enough. Weirdly, (laughs) yeah.
0: Because they are—it's kind of blue and brown, kind of blobs, oranges,
2: yeah, black, kind of quite geometric, yeah, abstract, kind of geometric type design, (laughs) yeah.
0: So I love the fact that you've got matching dresses. Thanks. (laughs) Why?
3: That's all we do, we don't do yeah, yeah. Yeah, the so about there. Our, our dresses.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're hilarious to look at just because of that. Yeah. Um, and I the think we
3: just found it funny, didn't we? The yeah. fact that, you know, particularly when we started rehearsing together, if I look straight ahead I can't see Julie. Yeah. So. <laughs>
2: Absolutely and there are lots of twins who continue to wear matching outfits. Yeah. So we're like, yeah. let's do that thing. Yeah.
3: And I mean it's not the only thing we do, but it's a thing people point out. So we kind of thought we might as well use this. <laughs> Have some fun with yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Your show is when you come on what do you do
2: we uh, do a hilarious little <laughs> skit where we pretend that sarah can't see me um, <laughs> <laughs> and thinks i haven't arrived yet um, <laughs> and then basically we do I mean usually sort of 12 to 15 mm-hmm. minutes whatever the set is and it's usually a monocene format yeah. or it is at the moment yeah. and we play multiple characters so yeah. definitely three characters sometimes four mm-hmm. some of which may be inanimate an objects. Yeah. Yeah. Right. it just depends I love
3: being an object Is my yeah. most favourite oh, yeah. thing ever she loves it yeah.
2: um, oh, I don't mind it as yeah. well <laughs> um, but um, yeah so it's cool and we just swap around the characters um, mm-hmm. and stuff and I have to say sometimes it gets a little surreal it does it does sometimes you have to rain me a little bit <laughs> <laughs> never say that there's never any catastrophe
3: <laughs> but yeah, we, we're interested in although it can enter quite a surreal world particularly if our setting is something mm. um we went through a phase of doing a lot of dystopian kind of settings, yeah apocalyptic yeah. kind of um, but we're still really interested in connections and relationships yeah. The yeah, whole yeah, time. Yeah. so actually if we are playing two highlighters <laughs> we mm. still want that level of connection as well and that's kind of what's really integral to us, that's why the whole twin Proof thing is there how we're trying to have that connection the whole time. Yeah, yeah so we yeah. try
2: and make it quite a kind of naturalistic yeah. sort of relationship, but even if, yeah, even if the uh, situation is pretty unbelievable, hmm. um, yeah. but it's fun, we had a stuffed, a talking stuffed dog,
0: that was fun, that really stuck in my uh, mind. I think my <laughs>
3: most favourite one was the one we did in rehearsal, <laughs> when I ended up being Thomas but I had no idea who he was. The popular oh, no. weather
2: <laughs> presenter. How she could not know who Thomas Chappanagher is,
3: I do not know. I googled him afterwards. Now I almost know too much about him. <laughs> yeah.
2: And I think yeah. in that one you were also playing a painting of an old oh, woman yes, or something. yes, was. Yeah? Yeah. So... Yeah. Talking yeah. painting. Yeah, we have a lot of fun in rehearsal. To be honest, this is just like, if people watch, great, but yeah. we're,
3: we're just having fun. I think what's really nice with it, with the scene painting, I remember speaking to an improviser ages ago when I was kind of starting out, and they were saying, "Oh, when you are doing scene painting, can you visualise what's there? And although I'm imaginative, I couldn't. Like, when I was in a scene, I wasn't really beginning to see things, and I feel like now I am, particularly with that format. Like, yes. You create the areas, and then you kind of really buy into what's there. Mm. Yeah,
2: we usually do a bit of scene painting, and yeah. it, it just really helps, I think, particularly in that kind of mono scene format and when you start jumping around the characters because it can be quite confusing uh, for the audience as well as for us Mm. um so just having some of those um things to hang it on yeah and it forces you to do
3: things like because I come more from a writing background so I'm super wordy normally and it forces you to use your physicality Mm. and it forces you to do object work and all those things that I'd like to get better at Mm. because you have to because you're trying to set that world yeah Yeah.
0: when you say a mono scene what do you Mm. mean by mono scene
2: So, just that it's all set um, in the same place and at the same time. Mm, So, we're not hopping around. Mm. I mean, it doesn't mean that we would um, not do other kinds of formats in the future. That's kind of where we've landed right now. Yeah, we've Mm. been,
3: we in rehearsal, we've explored quite a few, haven't we? Um, So, yeah, we were talking about that the other day, weren't we, thinking of what we might branch out into next?
2: Yeah, we thought that it's not something that's massively done. I mean, obviously, there are some um, amazing uh, two-prov groups uh, mm. around. Um, but that kind of, yeah, swapping of characters, mm. it's just really playful, really joyful. You never quite know. It can get quite chaotic, mm. but yeah. also that's some of the fun. Yeah. Mm.
3: I like that feeling in improv of just being slightly out of control, yeah, In yeah, yeah. you know, in terms of, okay, I don't know what's going on here. Oh, I'm trying to kiss Judy's elbows or whatever. You know, but there's, <laughs> there's a reason for <laughs> it. Like that Who wouldn't lot? want yeah. to? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: yeah, Stuart, don't get too close well. now. <laughs> Yeah Nice elbows
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> Would you like us to leave? <laughs> no, 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 no Is It's a jazz it's hand, like, hand moment? Well, uh, uh, yes yeah. I will <laughs> jazz hand Your elbows
3: Oh no. my Do you think jazz elbows Is a thing? <laughs> it could be Oh, he's trying <laughs> yeah. I mean I it think could that's oh, Jazzy yeah. elbows Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, this is quite Visual <laughs> as well <laughs> Let's just say It's beautiful And disturbing yeah, At the same time
0: yeah. So, you mentioned that you were doing a lot of dystopian stuff. So, what do you ask from the audience? And was, was that a result of what the audience suggested, or did that come no, from you too?
3: I think it just, we went through a phase with it. Mm-hmm. So, it would be, oh, uh, here's a you know, suggestion of a place or something, a fairground. We're in an abandoned fairground. Yeah, right. everything, so everything was abandoned. Was abandoned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of cobwebs, yeah. a lot of holes in the floor. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah, you go to that place as a. Places. i think it's
3: really imaginative actually when you're creating i think actually i'm quite obsessed with places i've written a play about a pier near where i live that kind of the the whole pier bit bit leading up to it has been shattered so you can't actually go on it but since uh, a kid i've been really interested in the structure and imagining you know if you go in there what might be in there and all those kind of things so yeah. i think That was probably really strongly in my head.
2: I think so. And I'm really into architectural history. So there's something about this idea of place, which is really exciting. Mm. And then, as you say, there's almost that sense of layers of what's happened in that place over the years Uh and how you can Mm. reflect that. At some point, we'd love to explore that idea of kind of... um, I mean, sometimes when we we do our work, um, obviously, we're not necessarily in uh, this time and space, if you like. Um, But just that idea, perhaps, of exploring one space through different... Yeah. periods of time oh, yeah, it yeah. would yeah. be really really interesting yeah. seeing yeah, yeah, yeah. it at maybe three points in its history
3: absolutely and we did a thing relatively recently didn't we in February for um, all about the celebration of the suffragettes So we yes. did some improv around that and that wow. was fascinating to have the period costume mm. and being mm. that really specific setting yeah. so, so
0: where was that and what was the kind of pitch for you to do that
2: sure mm. so it was a, a voluntary thing and there'd been a bit of a shout out on Facebook yeah. basically yeah. but it was um, at a big dinner in Ada of Women's Aid yeah. and it was on the 100th anniversary of, um, well, partial suffrage yeah. for women, um, so yeah, it was just lovely actually, we, we essentially, it was a, a big black tie dinner, mm-hmm. and we just did these um, four, uh, three vignettes, oh, right, uh, just yeah, to punctuate yeah. the evening mm-hmm. around the passing of the bill. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it was very yeah, joyful. It was really
3: interesting. Yeah, so we're trying to get really specific information into the scenes, whilst also obviously making it something really interesting for the people who weren't necessarily an improv audience. Yeah, yeah. Um, So much fun, was not
2: it? Yeah, definitely. And use a slightly different side of the brain because actually knowing you've got to include certain elements of yeah. fact. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Um,
2: so yeah, that was yeah. that was quite a, uh, an interesting line to kind of yeah. tread.
0: So were you getting suggestions from the audience for that? No, (laughs) No, no, it was just very specific (laughs) time periods. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: but it's just that the scenes themselves were improvised rather than written. Right. Yeah, and they're only
2: two-minute scenes, so you know there's not a lot of time to establish (laughs) kind of relationship and (laughs) all of that sort of thing. It's like straight on in there. Yeah.
0: Cool. So what are the advantages of being in a a duo as opposed to being in a larger group?
1: Mm. Good question.
3: More time to explore Mm. things is really interesting, and I think if you're on stage for 15 minutes and there are only two of you, it forces you to go in directions that you otherwise might not. You have to be quite bold. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. There's something about yeah. that idea of it's lovely to explore relationships and have mm. that time, but also the fact nobody's going to sweep you and rescue yeah. you. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. you've got to get out yeah. of this yourself. Yeah. And yeah. if you've got nothing left and you're only three minutes yeah. in, you've got to find something. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so there's a lot of trust that develops. Not yeah. that there isn't trust in a, a wide yeah, group, sure. definitely there is, yeah. but it's a sort of different kind of we're in this together yeah. and it's just us. Yeah. So a bit like a, any other relationship, really. Yeah. It's just like, you've just got to get on with it. It's us and
3: them. And yeah. it, I think for that reason, that's why it's enjoyable. Because for me, the improv that I enjoy doing most is when I come off stage and think, oh, I was quite brave there. I think mm. that's when I've enjoyed it myself personally the most. And I think that 2Prov asks you to do that continuously. Mm. Yeah. You mm. know, whether it's successful in your head or not, <laughs> you are doing it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if you're, I'm just trying to picture, so you're in a scene... And uh, so you, you do a mono scene and say so you're playing uh, a talking dog and a painter or, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> How do you then move from being those two characters while still being in the same scene? How do you sort of edit from within the scene?
2: Good question. I mean, it does very much vary. We definitely take, um, we make sure that we take a good while to kind of establish who the first two characters or or things are and what Mm -hmm. their relationship is to each other. So at least we've got that basis. And then hopefully at some point an idea manifests itself. So there's almost an obvious person Mm -hmm. perhaps who would be coming into the scene so usually it is the fact someone's entering but someone who
3: they they know or have acquaintance with yeah and sometimes we might set you know if we know there's very clearly a door somewhere you can normally tell if one of us suddenly moves and goes to that area Ah, and maybe takes on a different physicality yes so that's what we're trying to work on even more isn't it Mm. getting really specific uh, physicalities for each character so it's super obvious to each other Mm. because Mm. sometimes we end up in kind of runs of things where we're maybe playing three characters all at once and we also swap between between each other's
2: characters
0: Oh, I love that. It's one of my <laughs> yeah. favourite things. It's It's so and much it fun. such
2: fun to do, yeah. um, and actually the audience do mm. love it, but yeah. there is, it's definitely then about having really clearly
3: defined characters, and yeah. often that is with with physicality. And a defined space on the stage yeah. for those characters to kind of live in. Yeah. yeah. It helps a lot as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 No, I, I love that. When uh, TJ and Dave came over and I went, saw them, I just thought, oh, yeah. how is it that two people can play the same character, <laughs> mm-hmm and they look completely different and yet I see the character that yeah, they play. absolutely. It's yeah. so magical,
1: yeah. isn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Brilliant.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, we're, we're just having uh, a moment. Yeah, music on that one. It's
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> T.J. Dave moment. It's lovely. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they're... Uh, a controversial opinion. I think they're pretty good. I'm going to put that out, there. I don't know. I
3: think a few people have said that, you yeah. know. Do you think so? Oh, I don't think I was, you're the first. I thought I was very much going uh, against. I almost feel like they should go into it professionally. Yeah, <laughs> you know what, they've got something. They should really get paid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. About
0: that. Uh, cool. So you're, um, in addition to Twin professor you're also involved in lots of other things as well. That's really exciting. <laughs>
2: It's good, isn't yeah. it? Just like, yeah, let's just do everything. I mean, some people might say too many things. <laughs> but we just say, let's do more. <laughs> yeah, how much improv is too much? Yeah. Like flattery, never, never. too much. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so we're based in Kent, really, although we're in London all the time. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, we're working quite closely with the Quarterhouse House Theatre um, oh, right. in Folkestone mm-hmm. um, and coaching Improv Gym there which is basically something that's grown actually um, over the last couple of years. So, I started going along to that as a participant and I was like oh, I want to be the teacher <laughs> you can tell she's a teacher yeah so I, I'm a drama lecturer by profession so I just there's lots that I kind of wanted to apply to it and so I'm working collaboratively with them uh, with Jason Del Plank who oh, yeah. um, also works awesome. with the May Days he's awesome um and been teaching with him and we've been doing weekly drop-ins but also master classes so long form master classes and looking at different forms yeah um, and then we've also formed a troupe for the facilitators, which we call Gym Pass, um, and we've had a couple of gigs, haven't we, with them? Yeah,
2: we have, and it's been yeah. really joyful, actually, to um, perform improv in Kent, because yeah. there yeah. is a sense that kind of everything happens in London, uh-huh. but yet there are real sort of... Um, areas of, of lots of cultural excitement in Kent and it's just good yeah. to be able to bring improv into that mm. so yeah. we performed last summer at um, the Faversham Hopfest Fringe yes. which was really yeah. fun very much a non-improv audience mm. yeah. um, some of whom had been drinking a lot of the yeah. day <laughs> <laughs> who really really enjoyed it you know lovely venue and yeah. we did um kind of uh, sort of half um half the session was short-form short form games yeah. so mm. they got the hang of it and then we did a, a long form kind of set, montage yeah. set yeah. Yeah and then um, at christmas we did something really joyful which was called the living advent calendar in folkestone mm-hmm.
3: yeah and that's a project that i was involved in last year as well um, with a local arts organization Jim jam arts um, and they basically every day for the whole of december they have a different venue in and around Folkestone. it's like an advent calendar so shops pubs disused spaces outdoors sometimes we'll have a number on the door mm. and they advertise but you won't know what's going to happen each day and an audience turn up, and basically um, they open the door, so they have a Mother Christmas who does all the announcements, and then they'll just go in to see the show. So, the show we did for that, there were three of us in yeah. it, it was about an hour long, maybe. Yeah, so uh, maybe, maybe more, about maybe 40 minutes, actually, something yeah. like that. Um, we did short form games, we had 200 people turn
2: up. It's extraordinary, all yeah. ages, from wow. sort of literally
1: toddlers yeah. Um,
2: yeah. to, yeah, sort of um, um, yeah. older people, grandmas, grandads. Amazing. amazing.
3: At one point, a man had to shout baby at me because a baby had crawled across the stage and gone, under my yeah. foot <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> it could have been a real disaster but also that but baby was a great audience member because every time we said something it laughed and fell yeah, do you over remember? <laughs> you, you said the word tax return yeah. and it just the baby thought that
2: was the most hilarious thing they'd ever heard but it was such a lovely warm yeah. audience yeah.
3: who were responding so nicely to what we were doing and it's hard because we you know I do a show, another show which is largely a children's show but this wasn't specifically no. a children's mm. show so it's kind of how you engage yeah. everybody but yeah. we loved it didn't we
2: we, we loved it. And again, really nice to take improv to an enthusiastic but predominantly non-improv yes. audience. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, that, that was fun. So quite a bit going on. Yeah, there's in a lot going on there,
3: and we um, we've done one show already with the drop-in people who come to the uh, improv drop-in, and we've got an next one coming up in April.
1: Brilliant.
3: Um, so they basically do short-form games with all of those guys, um, and then we will do a long-form set as well as part mm. of it. Cool. So yeah, really exciting. Yeah, that that definitely. Sounds fantastic.
0: Yeah. So we have relocated now to uh, (laughs) where there is not a a shouty man in the background, so apologies for that earlier. So, yeah, you're involved in lots and lots of stuff, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Julie, what's up with Classic Andy at the moment? What's
2: up with Classic what's Andy? Up? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> well, um, we were in the Nursery Theatre last mm-hmm. night, actually, doing one of our monthly residencies that we've got here now. Brilliant. So um, we're, we're loving it here. Um, what we do is we do the improv comedy party Ooh. every month, which always has a theme. So it was Easter stroke spring-like theme yesterday. So we have incredible costumes. Maybe I've oversold the costumes, to be fair. Um, we have costumes and we do games with the audience mm-hmm. and we always have two guest groups. So that's really joyful mm-hmm. because it means that the audience gets to see a variety of different improv. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. So yesterday we had Mother's Day and we had um, a Postscript Improv and then uh, we did a set as well. Cool. So that was, that was cool and we tried out our new format, which was fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Classic Andy continues to um, to go on.
3: Um, and not, is that every month? Yeah, so
2: that's every month here at the Nursery Theatre. Just a bit of a plug there. Cool, sure, <laughs> so excellent.
3: Very, very I sounded like I was asking you that just so a yeah. <laughs>
2: Thanks very hey, much. much. what's the venue, Julie? <laughs> <you? Yeah. laughs> <laughs> it's usually about the third Friday of the month, but it does vary slightly. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: Um, And uh, you say there's a new format, a new classic Andy format. A new
2: classic Andy format. So, for quite a while now, we've been doing a long form format, which we've nicknamed them Special Places, but essentially set all in one um, place Mm. uh, a place that people have been, uh, sorry, seen but never. Been in,
1: oh, so yeah. um,
2: often an abandoned building. <laughs> yeah. like Yay! And then, um, as a group, we would play different characters interacting within that space. Um, we've just started now with a format called Spoken. Um, which Audra from our team has introduced us to, Audra Goffney, and um, it's great. So essentially, it's uh, you start with a two-character scene, two characters Mm -hmm. kind of establishing a relationship, and then you go out in spokes from that um, in order to look at different parts of their lives, but then you keep returning to that same scene and replaying it. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes it progresses, sometimes you might start in a different place, but actually you keep replaying that and then seeing different things and going off in different ways. Mm -hmm. So it's really fun. So essentially, it's a kind of narrative Format, but fairly loose and you explore different um, parts of people's lives throughout potentially a whole lifetime.
3: That's a really nice structure, isn't mm.
2: it? Yeah.
0: yeah it's yeah.
2: really, yeah, and we loved um, doing it um, in performance for the first time last night.
0: Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. sounds great. Um, and you also have... A funny ideas podcast.
2: Yeah, so this is a new thing. And actually, once we finish recording, I need to ask you about the best way to um, publicise podcasts (laughs) um, and and do the technical stuff behind them. (laughs) How do you get
3: a shouty man in the background? Yeah, that's that's what I'm looking for.
2: (laughs) Um, Yeah, so... I um, My background is uh, organisational leadership consulting, management consulting, that sort of thing and also now I have comedy in my life so I'm thinking in the Venn diagram of life what does the intersection <laughs> look like and clearly it looks like a radio programme devoted to learning and development with humour. Yeah. So, yeah, I know. So I'm starting a weekly uh, broadcast on a channel called Channel Radio, which mm-hmm. is a, a business radio station um, on the Internet, but based in Kent. So fairly niche. But then I'm going to make it a podcast as well. And it's going to be a whole meld of a studio guests talking about a different kind of broad idea, business issue, like sustainability, future of work, that sort of thing. And then there's going to be my my lovely um, co-presenter here, Hi. Sarah. Um, we're doing live on-air improv. Oh, wow. my goodness. Um, has it ever been done before? I think it has. <laughs> but we even improvise our own sound effects.
1: <laughs>
2: and then we'll also do things like um, a review of a book or an article about a pertinent issue within the world of organisations and business some work. And um, I do this format called an improvised management model, which I occasionally do as a stand up TED talk type thing, mm-hmm. um, spoof thing, where essentially you make up a business school model <laughs> and um, and then explain how that relates to leadership or something like that. So that's quite fun, or mm-hmm. it is for me. Um, so yeah, doing those sorts of things. And also the lovely Jason Del Plank, who yeah. we've um, mentioned already from Folkestone, he has been recording some improvised headlines with me mm-hmm. as well. Oh, brilliant. So yeah, a bit of bit of laughter, bit of business, yeah, 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 yeah. a bit of learning
3: fun. And people come on and say things like the gig economy and I've got no idea what they're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> it's great. What is
0: the uh, gig economy?
3: I think <laughs> it's where you have jobs where they're a bit like gigs I've seen mean, you go and do the job and then it's over. Ah. Yeah. Or you sing whilst you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I figure. And you have a feeling of mild regret afterwards. Maybe, I don't know.
2: <laughs> and then you might just earn enough for your bus fare. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, so that's um called Funny Ideas Pod. At, yeah, at Funny... Can I promote it? Please do. Oh, my goodness. What's it called, Julian? Oh, Where is it available? It's called Funny Ideas, and you can follow it on Twitter, at Funny Ideas Pod, and also look at Channel Radio. There we go. Thank Brilliant. you. Thanks, guys. Thanks.
0: Right. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Um, And Sarah, you're in Improbotics. I am.
3: How's that going? I love Improbotics. It's my (laughs) favourite thing. Um, It's completely bonkers and it's really destined to go wrong. And that's kind of why I love it. Um, (laughs) So it's... um, just a beautifully structured show really so the basic idea of it is that we have everybody has headsets on some people are humans so they're able to control themselves <laughs> uh, some people are puppets so they're being controlled by somebody who's typing their lines into the headset wow. and some people or one person dependent are cyborgs so they are having a robot directly give them their lines <laughs> so we'll, we'll have a suggestion from the audience um, and then we'll basically do long-form scenes but um we're playing with the format but last time none of us knew what the other improvisers were wow either and you kind of have to try to if you're a human you have to provide all the platforms and all the information because yeah, yeah. obviously the robot won't do that <laughs> um, <laughs> and we're trying to it's a guessing game for the audience basically can they guess which person is the cyborg and the puppet essentially yeah. um, loads of stuff goes wrong so my headset didn't work last time Wow! but it's kind of the cast is so supportive the director is yeah. so supportive that it doesn't matter and that's yes. kind of where the fun is for me um, and it's just such a unique format. It's just delightful to, to kind of play.
0: Yes, I love the fact that Piotr has raised the game for the amount of tech you can use in an improv <laughs> show. so
3: much tech. He's even now got a flashing LED display that's says improvotics that he wears. So it's kind of like an Apple conference when the audience come in. It's like this motivational kind of... Can you guess which one? We all line up as if we're all robots. And, you know, it's just... It's so tongue-in-cheek, it really works.
0: Nobody else has got any... Uh, and they're no longer allowed to complain about the tech in their show. Absolutely Yeah, yeah. The stuff, that <laughs> is a the new standard level, yeah. About the of tech, yeah, so. yeah.
3: But he, you know, he really knows what he's doing with mm. it, and it's just, it's as seamless as it can be for the amount of tech that it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so much fun. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you're also. Joining City Improve for their...
3: Yeah, so um, <laughs> that's a recent thing, basically. Um, initially for the Brighton Fringe shows that they're doing, but we have got some London shows coming up as well now. So i had a couple of rehearsals with them. Um, really fun. Loads and loads of short-form games, which I really like. Um, yeah, really looking forward to the shows with that. Yeah, they're fun. T- yeah. I've
2: guested, I think, a couple of times yeah, now at yeah. Camden Fringe with City Impro,
3: yeah. and um,
2: yeah, they're they're great. I mean, and obviously, they always organize uh Shoreditch Impro Festival uh-huh. as well. Obviously, not yeah. this year, they're taking a break, yeah. but no, they're a great crowd. Yeah,
0: yes, no, they're they're, they're lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, well done, City, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> <lovely>. for existing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you're also in Baron Munchausen?
2: <laughs> yeah, I like to be in
3: almost too many <laughs> shows. Yeah, actually, there,
2: <laughs> should we just say what you're not in? That might be Anything easier. scripted at the yeah. moment.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, so that's uh, The Extraordinary Time Travelling Adventures of Baron Munchausen. I mean, that's pretty
0: much what I was going to say. Yeah, but...
3: but so when I text about that, that takes a lot of time. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is, I guested with them in Edinburgh over the summer, as well as with a few other shows. Um, and it's such a fun format. and It's basically storytelling, really, from the Baron Munchausen stories. Um, as a stimuli, basically, so Baron Munchausen was a guy who <laughs> basically over conflated every story that he ever told, essentially ah. to a ridiculous level. So we'll um, there's lots and lots of interaction with the audience for kind of words, places, events, things like that, but it gets quite silly quite quickly. <laughs> right. So each of us has no. a specific. How does that Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah each of us has a specific character and we it's essentially a storytelling monologue so one person up on stage at a time generally oh, right. um, and we also will sometimes bring the audience up on stage and we have certain props that we use and that kind of That's thing lovely. to tell these stories basically yeah, yeah. so yeah we did that at edinburgh and now it started touring so we did the leicester comedy festival which was so much fun um we've got a few other dates lined up around and about and then back to edinburgh so
0: cool. really fun Cool. Talking of Edinburgh, you're heading up a Reconnaissance this year. Yeah.
3: Yes. So we're both up kind of doing various... Um, I'm doing that again in a couple of other shows and some theatre reviewing and you're doing some plays, aren't I'm you? I'm doing a scripted piece. Wow. I know. Oh. And the thing
2: is, um, I've not done a scripted play for a couple of years now. Yeah. Um, I used to do a lot of... Um, I mean, essentially amateur, but a lot of... Uh, Uh, Scripted work on on stage, which I I loved, but then obviously discovering the improv Mm. bug over the last kind of three years or so, I've kind of focused more on that, but it's Mm -hmm. really joyful. So, taking up a couple of one hour plays, doing them in rep. Um, and they're from a very talented uh, writer-director who is based in Kent as well Yay! Yay. <laughs> called Ian Tucker-Bell and we're taking up a couple of plays one's called From Today Everything Changes and the other's called Transpennine and the first one was taken up to Edinburgh last year So, but I but I wasn't in it so I'm really excited yeah. and also hoping to do some guesting yeah. on different improv shows so it's just kind of being there for a couple of weeks I hopefully there'll it. be lots I've of
3: opportunities gone for the last I think 11 years in a row wow. I'm really addicted to it mostly before last year doing theatre reviewing actually that was my standard thing but being in the improv shows is even more joyful mm-hmm. so much Ooh. fun but
2: learning lines again is a bit daunting <laughs> for me so it's oh no I've actually got to do some work yeah <laughs> Yeah. what's that all about uh,
0: cool and uh, you also do some corporate stuff
2: yeah, yeah. so um. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of. so,
0: do you want to run that in the air again? Well, <laughs> yeah again yeah, yeah.
2: Yes, and we are. Hell yeah. (laughs) Um, So, as I said, my background is kind of leadership and team development. So I already do a lot of kind of facilitation of teams to help them work better together all that sort of stuff and we know that improv exercises work really well in that kind of area um, and so it seemed like a good opportunity for Sarah and mm-hmm. I worked to work together particularly given Sarah's background mm-hmm. in education so that's something that we're also kind of incorporating into mm-hmm. kind of bespoke workshops so yeah. there's an opportunity here for it not to simply be about the improv but also about bringing in say um, business school uh, models, mm-hmm. organisational psychology type stuff yeah. to create um, quite a bespoke approach. So yeah. I think that's a unique selling point,
0: really. <laughs> Fantastic. We're all about unique selling points. Absolutely. Uh, cool. And uh, Sarah, you're organising something to do with 28 plays later? Well,
3: yeah. It's not really an official thing, but I did 28 plays later. So How did you, you, you find that? Oh, I loved it.
0: Really? Yeah. <laughs> did you not find some of the prompts a little bit uninspiring?
3: I think didn't particularly. I think because I teach a lot of devising, so I'm really used to kind of like having a stimuli and doing whatever you want with it. Ah, right. Fair so right. there was one which was about, uh, what was it, Korean hip hop or something? I was like, I've never oh, heard of that. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I had to really look look that up. But I just, no, I was really K pop. Yeah, 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 right, <laughs> We're so hip hop. Yeah, it was a letter of the alphabet <laughs> and some kind of <laughs> hippity hop, Stuart. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, I loved it. It was when I was really busy because I was away doing the Leicester thing and all that kind of thing. But I very quickly got used to just taking a laptop with me on the train or, you know, that kind of thing and just, you know, forcing yourself to write every day because my background initially was more in playwriting. I did MA in playwriting, teaching playwriting, you know, was having some plays on and all those kind of things. Um, but then I really got the improv bug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was still writing, but it wasn't in such a consistent way. Yes. Um, so for me to get my teeth back into that it was just amazing and also to be able to you know you have all these ideas that you don't ever develop and actually that was my chance to do it so um i wasn't able to make the official sharing that theater delhi are doing for 28 plays later so i'm hoping to do my own version of it um probably at the nursery uh, training center hopefully to hire a room um, and just have some improvisers and actors on board to come and read the plays out my basic idea at the moment is we have some writers and maybe we'll say our favourite place. So we definitely get to hear that. But also, this is the scary bit, and this is the bit that will involve a lot of printing and admin. You've got to take all your plays with you, and we literally flip a coin or spin a wheel wow. or do some something. Some kind of Russian roulette. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly, yes. Because I want to force myself to actually hear some of mine that maybe I don't think are as good quality. Yes. You know, Because yes. I just think it's more interesting that way. And really, the only aim of that at the moment is just to share the work mm. and have some kind of feedback, probably in the pub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: brilliant okay that's fantastic right so i think it's time for the big final question <gasps> dun, dun. is it about dun. the diaries uh, yeah yes yeah. is it uh,
2: station related if it's not yeah. <laughs> you
0: might just storm out yeah. <laughs> we're all with this uh so what would you say your respective signature moves are what is it that you do Brings the house down. And they go, oh, Sarah's done it again. Julie's done it again. Oh, isn't that is a, That is
3: a tough question, to Stuart. <sighs> is, I mean... Why ask it last? Oh, my
0: God.
3: <laughs> I have to say the dresses, Stuart. The dresses? <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for those, we'd be meaningless.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or can you identify the other person's signature move? Is that oh,
3: hard? That? I think for both... For us, it's more kind of the format and style that we're using, which obviously is a style that other people use. Of course it is. But I think we tend to the way we think is relatively similar. And I think maybe the worlds we create are fairly unexpected. Um, not that we're seeking to be controversial, but I think we probably come across as two very nice middle-class ladies. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and it all goes horribly yeah. wrong. <laughs>
2: Actually, in that vein, I was going to say that kind of one of my signature go-tos, and I try not to, is kind of the... Uh, I suppose what you might define as almost kind of sexually repressed WI lady. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> That's just one of those classic characters.
1: Yeah. Particularly
2: if you then add in a Yorkshire accent, it's just perfect so um yeah i particularly i still enjoy doing that person
3: and i mean i said it earlier but my favorite thing is being an object yes yeah yeah Yeah. any excuse it's joyful (laughs) (laughs) cool
0: i think that's everything Awesome. Oh, You're doing you all the improv. That. Well done. Hey. <laughs> Actually, yeah,
3: all the improv. Oh, we might be going to Amsterdam to do it as well. Oh, yes. oh my gosh. That. <laughs> so. well, uh, tell me about going yeah. to Amsterdam to do improv. Um, it's Amsterdam Improv Marathon that we've applied for. So I did it last year. I was part of um, Merlin's Beard, which is a improv society at the University of Kent that sure. I joined. Yep. Um, even though I would I'm, have guessed. I'm s- slightly older than the... Uh, <laughs> she was old enough to be their mother. <laughs> they talked about things I didn't even know what they were. Like <laughs> K-pop. Like <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> hip-hop and the hippity-hop. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically, that was so much fun. So we did that. So it's a 12-hour improv marathon. So you have a slot. And then mm. you also are in a mixer team normally. Yeah, the first yeah. one was last year. Um, so I think they're doing that again. And we've applied to do it yeah, as twin-prov we as well. Ah, brilliant. So much Talk. fun. We
2: figured this was the year in our diaries to take on Europe. Yep. Yeah, So Absolutely. that's, yeah, international improvisers. Yep. Yeah. Twin-prov.
0: <laughs> and it's all going in your matching diaries. Yes. yes.
2: We, we may even invest in... New dresses for the occasion. Yeah. We're thinking maybe sequins, kind of the evening dress yeah, style. Yeah. yeah. Sounds yeah. lovely.
0: Yeah. Another trip
2: to Debenhams is on the horizon. No. Yes! <laughs> Watch out,
0: the storekeepers. Yeah. in <laughs> Canterbury. <laughs> Twin are on the way.
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. Thank All you. Right. Nice. Thank you, Thanks Stuart. So
1: much.
0: Lovely. I made this.
3: That's improv!